What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Great to be with you. Hope you had an awesome weekend. I know I did. Lots of good things happening here in uh, NBA world. And uh, we're coming at you from the Midwestern United States. I'm in Ohio and uh, broadcasting to you from Akron, the Northeast Ohio, not far from Cleveland. Almost went to the Cavaliers home opener last night, but I thought better of it. Because we got to pick our battles. Sometimes we got to decide which games, you know, are really worth going to. I'm, I'm working on a limited budget. I don't know about you. In fact, I know some sports card investors and collectors, they're bringing thousands of dollars. They're dropping zeros, like buying $100,000 cards. Most of our listeners and uh, my own approach has been, I'm building this thing pretty much from the ground up, not investing a ton of money. But uh, buying and selling my way, and it's taken a couple years to get to a place where I'm like, I can get some really awesome cards. So if you're just starting out, I want to, I want you to know this podcast is for you. Uh, we talk, I mean, I talk just basic, down to earth, budget buys, and uh, I probably should actually do more talking about leveling up. And if you're going to buy a card in the five hundred dollar range or the thousand or the three thousand dollar range, there's some sweet leveling up in my future and in a lot of our futures. But there's also a lot of great deals in uh, the things we're going to talk about today. I, I can't believe we're like seven days into the NBA season, and there's so much to talk about and so little as far as specific buys or sells. In fact, if you have cards, basketball cards right now, uh, you do not have to sell. The, the market is still down, the basketball card market. If you've listened to us these last few weeks, my theme has been like, learn, be aware, there are some good opportunities to buy, and there will be over the next two months. What is it, October 24th or 5th, as you're listening to this? Like, we got a couple months, really, of some bargain deals in the basketball. Because the, the market, most people aren't watching a lot of basketball right now. It's still football, World Cup, baseball playoffs. You know, it's nice to see the Yankees get swept after beating my Cleveland Guardians. Hello. You know, you Yankee fans, you've had so much already to enjoy as far as championships and pennants and jeters and a-rods and Aaron judges so um it was nice to see uh just a little bit of uh houston victory so so shout out there but uh but yeah lots going on in the nba and what i wanted to talk to you guys for a little bit today is uh yeah a, a lot is happening and i want to give us some updates on those things but i also want to give us some perspective really on hey it's only seven days it's only been seven days or three games for a lot of these teams and you do not have to buy stuff you know we're going to talk about what's hot or who's hot and who's not who's hot who's not and waiting thinking about better deals because right now is a great time to not buy stuff too it's a great time to research and let the season settle in you know you've got some players that start off this the season so hot so hot and shout out to four guys who are living up to their mvp campaign status Ja Morant Giannis Jason Tatum and Luka Doncic all four of those guys look absolutely stunning uh Ja Morant with that 49 point performance the other night like dude is just sick he's still number one on my top 20 in fact I'm gonna update that and uh give some like guys that are moving up guys that are moving down guys that are staying and Ja is staying number one Jason Tatum might move up a, a spot or two Giannis looks to stay wherever he's at. I think he's number two right now, looking incredible. I mean, the Bucks look really good, and they don't have Chris Middleton back yet. So, But John Morant, you guys, wow. Um, you know, when we talk about 
guys that everybody knows, everybody's interested in buying everybody. Uh, maybe they already have cards of his, and uh, they're still a relatively decent price for a long-term hold or a short-term, meaning three months or all-star game or playoffs. You want to resell those cards, those Ja Morants, all four of those guys I mentioned actually have uh, growing markets. So Tatum, Luca, and Giannis. But also very happy for the players that have returned. I don't know if you've noticed Damian Lillard, 41 points in each of his last two games. Portland looks awesome. Uh, who saw that whole thing coming? Well, maybe Damian Lillard did because he got the team to uh, to hang on to young stars like Anthony Simons and Josh Hart and then trade for Jeremy Grant and Nurkic looks very good and Shaden Sharp off the bench looked every bit of the potential that they saw in him as a, a just crazy good upside player. So Portland looks awesome. Damian Lillard, welcome back, buddy. Uh, you're in my watch list. In fact, if I was buying stuff today, it would be a 2012 Damian Lillard graded rookie card, either select or prism. And uh, I've actually... Uh, to, did a little re research. You guys would be proud. I went I went back to the lab. I went to Market Movers at SportsCardInvestor.com this morning, and I, I compared a bunch of these guys, their rookie cards. I looked at Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, John Morant, and Zion Williamson. I looked at the last seven days of their base PSA 10 rookies. I looked at the last 30 days, uh, kind of just to confirm, hey, am I missing out on deals already in the first week of the season or in the run-up to... These uh, these guys were talking about pursuing MVP, you know, playoff runs. And uh, the answer is I'm not missing a thing. OK, I haven't missed a thing. You haven't missed a thing by not buying these guys yet. Uh, the last 30 days, most of their cards. And yeah, I did. I took I took the uh, the, the basic card, right? The the uh, the staple that base prism PSA 10 card. And as I'm looking at the chart for the last 30 days, uh, actually, the, of the six players I'm looking at here, five of them are down. They're actually lower than they were 30 days ago. So that means if you're like, hey, man, uh, Donovan Mitchell's off to a great start. He's getting a lot of awesome run at the point guard because of Darius Garland being out for a couple games. He looks fantastic in Cleveland. Uh, well, his cards are actually down from what they were 30 days ago, and I can just jump on and buy. In fact, I might. If I get a deal like that, somebody got a base PSA 10, PSA 10, Donovan Mitchell, for $52. That's 36% down from what it was 30 days ago. I'm not talking about a drop from last year. Just telling you there are deals to be had, and the only player whose cards like look like they're a little bit above where they were at 30 days ago, uh, maybe even consistently above, where they were 30 days ago, for whatever reason, is uh, my man Jason Tatum. He's the only one, as I'm looking at this graph of six players, six rookie staple cards, and that is that's the blue. That's the Jason Tatum on my list. So, and, and really, it's just a market correction from coming down after the finals. So, um, so yeah, Jason Tatum, all those guys. It's great to see guys that have returned from injury, like Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, John Wall, Michael Porter Jr. making shots. Rookies, you guys, I know we can't buy a lot of those cards yet because they haven't released yet. So Paolo Bancaro, Benedict Matherin, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey, some of those guys playing great. I think Matherin is, the, the for a lot of guys in the hobby and basketball cards, like, I'm just going to be, I haven't, I didn't hear of him. I didn't know who that guy was till the draft. That just tells you how much I don't follow college basketball. But Benedict Matherin is averaging 24 points a game for the Pacers off the bench. 
I don't think that's going to last very long. I think he's the guy that they want to build around along with Halliburton. And, uh, you know, Chris Duarte is not not that guy. He's not the number two scorer. He's not a, a foundational piece moving forward. He's a nice rotation player who can score when they need it, which is which is great. Uh, this first week of the season, we're also seeing some crazy issues with teams. One would be the Utah Jazz are 3-0. and They have no idea how to tank. You know, they've got all these picks. Uh, they've got their own picks, too, but they don't know how to tank. They're 3-0. and Laurie Markinen, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, Michael Beasley. Uh, this team is full of guys that are hungry to prove what they can do, and some of them are trying to get out of town, get traded, Mike Conley. And some of them are trying to stay in town and get into that starting lineup. Colin Sexton should be starting. I don't know what they're thinking. Well, they're thinking showcase the guys that they can trade. I'm not buying any Utah Jazz, but I am saying, uh, hey, look, the, this season has some surprises to it. And if one of them is the uh, resurrection of Laurie Markinen as a buy in the card market is 2017, I believe, rookie cards, that uh, you couldn't give those away three weeks ago or a month ago unless you were a Utah Jazz fan that were like, yeah, sure, I'll take a, take a flyer on him. But Larry Markkinen looks very, very good, and he's actually averaging 20 points a game, four and a half assists, eight and a half rebounds. Doesn't mean that the, the – by the way, when I talk about a player's performance, sometimes we, we can see the translation uh, when they start playing better that their card values go up. Other times, there's no connection at all. And so, so do not, please do not hear me recommending you buy any cards in today's episode. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it personally, and I'm not telling or asking you to do it. So what I'm doing right now is saying, hey, here's the season, how it started. And then uh, actually at the, after the break, we'll talk about, is there anything to do now about it? Right? Are there, what's the game plan? What, that's what we want to talk about. How does, how does our NBA awareness and what we know of the basketball card market, how does that translate into some uh, opportunities for you? to get in and make money, to get in and get cards that you like and players that you want to collect. And uh, so this, some of these teams are just surprises, and it's only one week, Portland. I know you're 3-0, and happy about Dame being back, happy about getting a, a big win over the Lakers yesterday. Jeremy Grant looks good. Anthony Simons not shooting super well, but once he starts shooting, that team is going to be so – they're already so fun to watch. Simons is at 19 points a game without really uh, – hitting consistently so once he does that in fact he's one of several rookies where uh not rookies young guys who have shown that they can score almost at will but now they have a superstar an older player that's a bit more established in the league and he's now back to uh to take a lead role in the offense so i'm talking about a guy like uh anthony simons with damian lillard coming back i'm talking about a guy like Desmond Bain with Ja Morant full-time back. I'm talking about Tyrese Maxey, yeah, with, uh, what's the guy's name? James Harden had two great games to start and then laid an egg. Absolutely, you know, turning back the clock to six months ago when James Harden would disappear from games. That's what he did again. And so Maxey, these young guys are deferring a bit to the superstar in the room or to the guy who's, who's done it in the past uh, you could even say Bones Highland deferring. He doesn't look as good now with uh, Jamal Murray back, and some of that's because they're tentative. They're holding back on the court. In fact, the first game, by the way, my biggest disappointment so far, and this is hard for me to say, so it might, it might be an emotional moment for me. <laughs> uh, Darius Garland getting hurt in that first game, getting hurt in that first half of the first game as I was watching it. Thanks a lot, Gary Trent Jr. Swiping for the ball, but I mean... Swiping for the eyeball. You you got to go where the, the basketball is, G. 
that that should have been flagrant one or two. And and uh, some people don't like the way Toronto plays. I love it, but I don't love it when you you uh, lacerate my man's inner eyelid. That's what happened to Darius Garland. He's been out two games since. He's wearing. Uh, he called himself Ray Charles. Like he's wearing these shades to the to the game. All that to say, even in his first half, Darius seemed uh, like, all right, now Donovan Mitchell's here, and I need to adjust my game to him. And that may be the right thing to do, but the Cavs don't want him to uh, reduce his, uh, what's the word, usage. Like they want him to shoot a lot. They want him to initiate and lead the offense. They don't want it all on Donovan Mitchell. And uh, Donovan can carry it, by the way. He, he's showing that. But what I'm saying is you're seeing some of these younger point guards, these younger scoring guards, Simons, Maxi, Bones, Bain, Darius Garland. Uh, these guys are deferring to the other dudes in the room. Trey Mann did it as well for SGA. And all I'm saying is I'm not discouraged about these young guys that I'm investing in, almost every one that I named right now. Uh, I like them a lot for this season, for sure. It's just been one week, right? So Anthony Simons and Portland deferring to Damian Lillard. Hey, it's working like three and oh, the other thing with the, the, this season, crazy teams, some of them starting out zero and three or zero and two, they look terrible. Philly, the, the Sixers look slow. In fact, I listened to a, a, a show this morning that was talking about how the Sixers lead the league in standing around and dribbling. And uh, Joel Embiid looks awful. James Harden had a great game, like first two games, but he still dominated the ball, slowed down the offense, and they lost those games. So Philly's got to figure stuff out, and I'm confident they will, right? With all those new pieces as well, you know, Melton and Trez and um, whatever the other guy is, P.J. Tucker. Like, P.J. Tucker, these guys, uh, by the way, P.J. Tucker, having, having your starting lineup with P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and James Harden, having those guys in your starting lineup, that sounds great if it was 2018, but it's the, these guys are older and slower. They slow down the offense, and yeah, I guess you might have to watch the game to see what I'm talking about. Philly has to figure out a way to compete with teams that run. They have to compete better with the Bostons and you know all these other teams that that uh, you know Tyrese Maxey. You could tell he was frustrated. I, I want to run. I want to attack. I want to like get up and down the court. I want to play defense and get into the fast break. Like like they don't have a fast break. Their fast break is let's dribble and hand it to James Harden and watch the shot clock countdown. Uh, or let's, let's pass it to Joel Embiid because he's our bread and butter. Well, guess what? You're 0-3. Some stuff's got to change. Philly, Oklahoma City, Houston, and Orlando. Like, these teams are clearly tanking. Uh, and, and I can't blame them. Houston has a ton of young talent. Orlando has a ton of young talent. It's great to see Cole Anthony scoring again and playing again and 24 points a game again. Like, wow. But they're 0-3. And uh, so it's hard to get excited about any of their young players as an investment this season. You know, we may fall in love with Jalen Green as a scorer, but what if we're just looking at the next Shea Gilgis-Alexander, a an, an little bit taller guard who can score any times he wants, any times he wants. Shea Gilgis-Alexander averaging 30 points already to start the season. Yeah, but your team is 0-3. So De'Aaron Fox, same deal. Sacramento, 34.5 points, five assists, six boards a game. Dude is on fire, but it's Sacramento, right? I'm not saying I'm, I'm online buying up all the deer and foxes I can. I think the guy wants to get out of town and play for a winner, you know? Um, so concerns, do I have concerns about players this early in the season? Yeah, I hope Darius Garland gets back healthy soon. 
I hope Zion stops getting injured. I don't know if you saw his fall, excuse me, yesterday. And then a contusion in his back. He did not return. I'm very concerned about Zion Williamson, and I'm not investing in him. Chris Paul, I don't know what, what's going on there. Uh, that's, that's been hard to watch, and he's off the court a lot in, uh, in clutch situations. So concerned about players. Uh, Brandon Ingram starting off incredible this season but my man got a concussion or he sat out for concussion protocol. I already talked about not being concerned about Desmond Bain or Anthony Simons. These guys, sometimes you just got to shoot until you get in a rhythm and until you, you know, start to find yourself like, like Brandon Ingram came out the gate shooting uh, well over 50% from the field, 60% from three and 85% from the line. Look at what Steph Curry's doing. He hasn't missed a free throw all season. Some guys start out just shooting great. Uh, a guy that, you know, is going to be in my top 10. And maybe, you know, if I didn't already have a couple of his great cards or hope that they PSA 10, Tyrese Halliburton looks tremendous. 25.7 points a game, 9.7 assists a game, more than 50% from the field. He's that 50, 40, 90 guy. And uh, he's drawing double teams because he's the only like guy who can create his own shot in uh, Indiana, not the state. I mean, on the team, you know what I'm saying? There's probably other guys in the state. Don't mean to insult the Hoosiers, but uh, man, uh, speaking of guards that are playing well, like Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, more than 10 assists a game and four and a half steals. How long can that keep up? Uh, The surprises. Let me get to this and then we'll break. Surprises so far. Pleasant surprises to all of us as NBA fans, but also to uh, myself as a card collector and investor. And uh, here's a guy that I did buy, and maybe I've already told you this, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised at how how quickly uh, Pascal Siakam takes over basketball games. Pascal Siakam or Siakam, however you want to say it. Three games, twenty-seven point seven points a game, seven assists, ten rebounds, fifty-three percent from the field. He dominated Kevin Durant and Brooklyn. He dominated the Cavaliers the other night. So yeah, I'm I'm impressed with him. But I'm not really surprised. What surprises me is that nobody in the basketball card market cares. And uh, this isn't my, you know, Pascal and the Portland or uh, Toronto's not paying me to say this stuff. I'm, but, but I did post the other day on, uh, on our discord or maybe it was on, on uh, Twitter. Like I hope the hobby ignores Siakam for a while, because unlike those guards I told, told you about that are playing awesome, you know, SGA, De'Aaron Fox, those, those awesome guys on bad teams. Hi, LaMelo. Like uh, unlike them, you have you have a guy like Pascal Siakam who is on a playoff team. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but the Raptors had the second best record in the East in the second half of last season. And a big part of it was because their third team all NBA. Uh, I don't even want to say what position Siakam plays because he plays every position. And uh, my little hobby horse that I'm on, I almost said hobby box. I've got a hobby box with Siakam rookies. One of what? No, I, 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 I look at Toronto and I say to myself, man, uh, Scotty Barnes is the big name that everybody in the hobby seems to love. And I get it like in four or five years, Scotty Barnes could be, let me just say that again, could be an all-star MVP candidate. The upside is there. I'm not going to argue with it, but the guy, and, and I love his energy, his work ethic. He can do all the things, but Toronto doesn't need him to number one. And number two, the things that, that Siakam is doing. And uh, to some extent, OG is back doing OG and an like, uh, making outside shots, lots of them, dribbling the ball, beating his man off the dribble, being an offensive threat that the offense runs through him. Like Barnes isn't doing that stuff. 
doesn't mean that he can't. It just means that he's not. So as long as he's on the same team with Siakam, Ananobi, Van Vliet, and Gary Trent Jr., I don't see the upside in uh, Scotty being an all-star this year. Like, like who looks at the, the team and says, you know what? I know there are three guys that are, like, scoring a lot more and producing a lot more and maybe even, like, that much better, but I'm going to buy the fourth best player on that team. It It's almost like looking at the New Orleans Pelicans and watching Brandon Ingram absolutely dominate these first few games, 28 points, six assists, eight rebounds a game. Maybe I already said all of his stats. I don't know. And then seeing what, what Valanchunas has done and what CJ McCollum is doing and then looking down the list and saying, yeah, those guys are all better, but I'd rather buy, you know, the overweight young dude that keeps getting injured. I'd rather buy Zion cards. That's, I think it's just because of the the, the hype that has the, you know, and the popularity that, that just surged in the hobby three years ago. But it's I'm starting to get to the place where like Zion may never be as good as Brandon Ingram. Are, are we okay with that? Like <laughs> If you want to invest in the third or fourth player on every team, that's that's your problem. I don't know um, because I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, young young Zion that's uh, eventually gonna take over. Like, no, he's he's not that much younger than than Brandon Ingram, and uh, yeah. So I I think there's there's a lot of guys to to look at out there. A couple more surprises, then we'll break. Larry Markinen, I mentioned. Wow, there could be some bargains there. Keldon Johnson, not a surprise to us. But 21.3 a game, uh, seven and a half rebounds a game, fantastic shooting. He's the number one option on offense. I'm glad Devin Vassell is playing well. I'm glad Trey Jones is playing well. But again, I'm not buying the third option on an offense. Like if I'm an NBA fan, I'm not voting for the, you know, the guy off the bench to be an all-star. And if I'm a basketball card investor, I'm looking at the, the guys who are, you know, taking over games in the last five minutes. And I'm saying, all right, uh, Brandon Ingram's the guy to buy there. Uh, maybe eventually the card market figures it out. Maybe it, maybe it takes a while. I don't know. Uh, but I want to, I want to point out two other guys that you've heard me talk about just a little bit. Uh, one is Jalen Noel in Minnesota, starting out absolutely on fire as the sixth man, seventh man. And you, you're like, but Gary, why did you just say, don't buy the seventh, you know, buy the guy that's down the line. Uh, some of it is because I'm looking for those guys who are showing that, Hey man, I deserve a shot to be in that starting lineup and to have the ball in my hands a lot more. And I don't know what his points per minute thing is, but when you're averaging 15 and a half points in 18 minutes a game for the first three games, and you're a guy that a lot of the the hobby and a lot of the basketball NBA world has said, Jalen Noel could win sixth man of the year. Well, Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell, uh, those guys are going to need nights off. D'Angelo has a history of injuries. I could see Jalen Noel stepping in and being a 20-point-a-night guy uh, because he's already, like, really close to doing that off the bench. So there's an interesting play. And uh, then the other guy is uh, Alperen Shengu. Alperen Shengun. Did I say Shengu? goo goo boo goo Alperen Shengun. Man, that guy, uh, another one whose points and rebounds per minute as a starter getting 23 minutes a game. That's like nothing but he's averaging close to 16 and 10, 16 points, 10 rebounds a game in 23 minutes. Hello. And, and with, with those two guys, even I'm, I'm looking at, yeah, the Minnesota's a playoff team. So I'm envisioning Jalen Noel getting some big moments in the playoffs. Like Grant Williams did last year or like Tyrese Maxey did last year. Like there's, there could be some pops there uh, with, with Shangun. He's on a tanking team 
with tons of young talent. So the Shangun play might be, hey, um, buy real low and sell when people recognize who he is. Or buy low now and hold on for a couple of years. And when Houston's guys grow up together, they, they might have the best young under-22 core in the league. And I'm a Cavaliers fan, fan saying that. I'm a Memphis Grizzlies fan saying that. Houston is loaded. Loaded. Kenyon Martin Jr., Jabari Smith, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, and now Alperin Shangun. That, that team is at Tari Eason. They're loaded, loaded, loaded. So I like Shangun as a guy that could be, uh, you know, everybody knowing who he is dangerous as a center in Houston as, as soon as next week. Like that guy is uh, off to a great start. So that's the first week of the season rundown. I want to talk after this break about some opportunities really to take advantage of it and maybe just a, a better mindset moving into uh, this next week, this next month as a collector, as an investor in basketball cards. So we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Before we get to today's episode of Hoops and Cards, I want to give three quick shout outs. Number one is to Anchor. That's everything we need in a platform to produce a podcast and get it out to the world. All of my editing and recording tools right there on the Anchor app. And maybe it's your turn now to get started in a podcast. Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today to get started. Also want to let you know that we are part of the Basketball Forever podcast network bf pods on instagram check it out just recently launched with the beginning of the new nba season basketballforever.com love it for you that are into basketball card collecting and investing already take that next step and join hoops plus today you can go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe or you can check in our show notes but that gets you more content another podcast you're a legit supporter of this show and prize opportunities every month. So Hoops Plus, want to shout out to you guys that are already a part of that. Thank you for supporting the show. And now without further delay, let's get to it. All right, so the good news with the hobby, even in a season where I'm saying, hey, don't buy, don't rush to buy stuff, the opportunities are going to be there. Maybe you want to do something, all right? So I'm going to give you a, a list of ideas, ways to keep active, to, to put some action to it, uh, you know, in a, in a season where I don't want to react to one game or one good thing happening. I don't want to buy when the cards might stay down or go down for a while. Uh, you know, six to eight more weeks of this. Uh, so I would do this. I would trade cards with people. In fact, with the card shows coming up, I'm going to take some cards to trade because somebody might some guy might want some guys that I have, Giannis, Darius Garland, and uh, Tyrese Maxey, although I'm not trading everything, you know, might bring some cards to make a deal and get into some other players, other cards that I want. Another thing I'm doing is I'm making a watch list. On eBay, I'm watching certain cards, uh, waiting for people to send me offers and negotiate a little bit. Uh, I've been sending low offers back, not to insult people, but just to say, uh, you know, let's keep countering until we get a deal. And I haven't bought much lately, and that's that's okay. Uh, Market Movers is the watch list you can use. Uh, their card favorites, their player favorites. I love Market Movers as a resource. I mentioned them earlier as a, a tool really to look at what cards have done lately and compare cards. So uh, they have a they have a special deal. If you want to sign up for any level of market movers, use our show's code. 
please, would you? That, that helps us out, and it gets you a great resource at a discount. Use the promo code HOOPSANDCARDS, H-O-O-P-S-A-N-D-C-A-R-D-S, HOOPSANDCARDS. Use that at uh, sportscardinvestor.com to get into their Market Movers uh, subscription. For the first month, it's only a dollar than if you use the Hoops and Cards promo. So some of you already jumping on and doing that. I love it. Uh, like I said, I'm using it pretty much every day now to compare cards and see what opportunities are out there. But I've created a card favorites list on that, on that site, on Market Movers, a player favorites list as well. Uh, another thing to do right now, just enjoy the games. Like, really, just enjoy watching players and don't buy on moments here uh, unless you... In, that's the thing. Sometimes we enjoy that adrenaline rush. Go for it. I'm saying, giving you uh, some, some more seasoned advice on that and kind of what I'm trying to make myself do is wait for trends. Wait for, you know, 10, 12 games into this NBA season before you say something like, wow, yeah, uh, Davion Mitchell really is awesome. Or, wow, Tyrese Halliburton is a, is a certain all-star. Or, wow, Zion really can stay healthy. Like, we won't know some things until the league, till the season has been 10, 12 games in and watching for trends rather than uh, moments. In a couple of days, another basketball card brand comes out or another release. It's Panini Select, first off the line and Hobby. Uh, that's, a, that's a set that I think is beautiful every year, and it's been with us since, so I want to say, 2012. But uh, you need to realize that that one one year, in fact, I think it was last year, they started to produce select cards, Panini Select, at retail, and they produced tons and tons and tons of them. So if you bought the hobby version of a LaMelo Ball rookie select, uh, you got a good card. But if you bought the retail blue version, you got a LaMelo Ball card that uh, they printed like millions more than they had in the past and it diluted the market value now that it gives people a cheaper entry point but not during the first week of that drop you got to wait a couple months right but select watch for the hobby boxes watch for the autos it looks like some really cool autographed um versions and things like their regular select tricolor and die cut all that stuff uh so it's good to see another new basketball card release finally come out uh at the shows i would encourage you to to look look in the dollar box look for deals on these players that that have yet to be discovered, like an Alperin, Shangun, Bones, Highland, uh, some of these guys that uh, that people, you know, they're not a, they're not household names yet. You know, not everybody knows what Keldon Johnson is already doing, and uh, they'll still put guys like Desmond Bain in the dollar box. So I'm I'm saying look for the dollar box. Uh, do your do your research. Do your do your homework. And you'll be glad you did. One of those resources, uh, along with Market Movers, is NoOffSeason.com. Their premium content. Paul, thank you for what you guys do every day, really every week, with player updates and specific cards to go after. So if you want to get in on their premium content at a great discount, same promo, hoops and cards at NoOffSeason.com. That is more for the scout what's about to happen or what they think will happen in the card market and what players are doing and uh, looking ahead, whereas Market Movers helps us chart where where are we now, where have we been? Nooffseason.com helps us think to the future and what we can do next. So uh, thanks for checking out Nooffseason.com. And one of the things, too, I'll give you a couple of specific things I'm looking to buy as far as types of cards lately. I'm looking at those Prism 75th Anniversary parallels from this year's Prism set where they have the 75th Anniversary logo and I want to warn you, like I'm, I'm buying some that are blue, but they printed a lot of those, a lot of those. Like when they first came out, everybody thought, ooh, this is a case hit. Ooh, this is a rare card. No, the blue ones are not rare at all. Uh, you know, you might have wanted to impulse buy the, 
you know, the superstar card, the the Giannis of the blue 75th anniversary card when it first came out. And that was like a hundred bucks or 80 bucks. Now you can find them and a lot of other star players, the blue, I keep saying blue 75th anniversary for less than 10 or less than $5 in some cases. That's where I'd say, okay, if you want that for your collection, great. I still think the values of those will keep going down because there's a lot of them. The red ones, however, the red ones are numbered to 75. They have the number marked on them. Those I, I do like, and they have retained their value. And some players, they have gone up in value. The 75th anniversary, red, red alert. <laughs> That's a card I want to get on several of these guys, whether it's the Alperin Shangun, the Jalen Green, or for me as a collector, the Darius Garland, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, like the guys I enjoy collecting. That red 75th anniversary parallel from Prism. Those are nice. I like those. Another one to look at uh, for buying cards of this year's sets or the last two or three years really is Immaculate, the uh, Immaculate brand. A little nicer, a little thicker card. Those are often numbered, and uh, several of you have got deals on these lately of the Tyrese Maxey rookie from last season, and I'm like, oh, man, I wish I was in on that auction. So Immaculate cards you can watch and follow and search. Some of them are numbered to 99, some numbered to 75 or 60, or even uh, like like 39, I think, um, Immaculate cards. As you're looking through dollar boxes, as you're looking for deals, as you're thinking about how can I get in on young players like Evan Mobley, young player rookies like Cade Cunningham, I keep saying the phrase laser hollow, laser hollow, laser hollow. Donruss teal, Donruss green, yellow, Donruss orange. All the laser hollows are nicer, cleaner, better looking than the base cards. And I would go for those when you can find them cheaply. I would go for those... Uh, if they look like they could 9 or 10, I've been sending those in for grading. I really look for if they could 10. But uh, do look at your cards under a magnifying glass and a bright light before you send them in. Because, dude, I have had those I have had those PSA 7s come back. And I tell you what, it is not, not a fun process. But when it gets to be a 10, like my Evan Mobley green-yellow laser hollow, then I'm like, cha-ching. And the collector in me needs to say, sell that card now. Because it's a 10, and there will be a lot more 10s coming out. So Laser Hollows, Net Marvels. You know, some of the players that I'm looking at, and I'm like, man, it's awesome to see Damian Lillard. Man, look at what Siakam is doing. Man, look at Tatum. I've looked at the the Laser uh, sorry, the Net Marvels cards from Don Russ the last few years, especially the Press Proofs or the Purple Press Proofs. Donovan Mitchell's in that class for me. Guys, I like to collect. I love looking at those. I don't know what your favorite insert is, your favorite uh, cool card or unique card. For me, another one is My House from Optic, like the silver My Houses. My Houses. Uh, those are awesome looking. So even this year's set, uh, they've got some funky, like weird pictures this year. I don't know if you've seen those, but I'd love to hear what your favorite inserts are from the last two to four years. And if you're trying to collect an insert set, uh, guys, when you hear base card, that's like the regular rookie card of a guy. But an insert is like My House or the Hoops City Edition or like I said, Net Marvels. Each release, like Select Phenomenon, uh, Panini Emergent, you know, the Prism Emergent or Instant Impact, or uh, some of those aren't necessarily expensive to get into, but they're amazing looking cards, fun to collect, and it's a cheaper way to get rookie. Like I actually sold a Rookie Kings Pascal Siakam from 27 Optic earlier today, and I'm like, maybe I should have held on to that because... I like the guy. I like his game, and it's it's a cheap way to get in on a rookie card of... In fact, I bought a Luka Doncic emergent rookie card from 2018 recently, and I like that card. It was way cheaper for me to get a Luka rookie uh, insert from 
uh, that year in prism than it would be to buy the, the actual base rookie. So an affordable way to get in on rookies, always go for the silver or the cool looking or the press proof or the numbered versions of those. But let me know what inserts you guys like. This, this is sort of a like surprise ending here when you talk about inserts, but at hoops and cards on Instagram, send me a DM there at hoops and cards. And then on, uh, for your email, Love to hear from you. Any questions, takes, feedback, blah, blah, blah. Gary at hoopsandcards.com. Gary at hoopsandcards.com. Please uh, send us a shout out. Guys, thanks again for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week as a sports card collector, investor, NBA fan, whatever you call yourself. You know, it's, it's a great time for the launch of this NBA season. And uh, we, got, we got listeners from all over the world. I got to I got a um, Instagram message earlier today. Let me see. Uh, all the way from, all the way from Portugal, was it? Yes. Hello from Portugal. I'm Ricardo. So shout out to Ricardo in Portugal. Let's give him a big hoops and cards welcome, guys. If you're not in on our Discord as well, where you could meet a lot of uh, people like minded that are that are checking out basketball cards and uh, investing or collecting from around the world, message me on either of those platforms at hoops and cards instagram message or the email and i'll get you on the discord the email gary at hoops and guys thank you so much hope you have an awesome week and uh i really hope darius gets back to playing and zion stops getting hurt but for now a uh, lot of fun tracking with the nba every day and i uh, can't wait to hear how you guys are doing buying and selling or waiting if you're like dude i yeah i'm, I'm with you i'm i'm sitting on the sidelines i'm on the bench waiting for researching the best opportunities uh, you know, as much as there's a fun adrenaline rush for buying and selling stuff, there's a lot to be learned by picking your battles, right? And getting in at the right time. So good luck. Have a great week. See you soon. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?